Uh, Stout is standing by from Lansing. And Timmy, you said it's going to be a soap opera, uh, but soap operas are scripts. This is real. And now, <laughs> you know, now, now you're getting uh, the board of trustees will get split on this. And call, you know, I don't think MSU should do their own investigation. They should immediately put this in the hands of the state police or an outside agency about the possible leak. Well, it's going to get complicated, Bill, which I thought there are so many theories. There are so many theories. And uh, one board of trustee member, Diane Byram, you know, now she's, I mean, you knew this was coming. She wants to know how did this woman's identity get revealed? Every, there are, there are so many uh, conspiracy theories and there are many more that are going to come. For instance, did Michigan state or any people at Michigan state want to find a way to get rid of Tucker for a variety of different reasons, believe me, for a variety of different reasons, and th- and because they could identify his conduct potentially that could violate his contract, if we're going to do it, we're going to have to do it now. Now, that's theory, okay? That's theory. Or uh, because of this, which was a surprise, uh, coming up in Sunday, they had to react that. I mean, I, you know, look, I think it's going to come to where you're going to, a lot of people are going to be trying to protect themselves going forward with this. And what complicates this even more is the school is trying to find a new president. So whether this is going to be anywhere near complete by the time a president is hired and takes office and what that person, he or she has to say about this walking in the front door, all of that is an unknown. I think the one thing that I see from here is one of two different ways. Tucker is never coming back as Michigan State's football coach, and I think they will, they'll cite the behavioral issues that they've identified that he has admitted to himself. And who knows how many more, if there are any more, that are going to surface. I think that's relatively certain. What isn't certain is whether he violated Title IX uh, issues. And if he did, then the school perhaps has a reason to nego- negate his contract and not have to pay him. Or if that's cloudy and both sides want to come to an agreement and skip all of the red tape moving forward, can we come to a settlement? Which I think most people believe is most likely the way these things happen. The Pat Fitzgerald thing has not been settled at all at Northwestern, and of course that broke a couple of months earlier. And with, as a private school, you know, they don't have to reveal anything. As a public school, Michigan State's going to be right in the crosshairs with who knows how many FOIA requests. So this is going to be complicated. It is going to be lengthy. It is going to be discussed. And to your point, there are going to be a lot of Michigan State figureheads that are going to be in on this with their own two cents worth. And I'll be curious to see if anyone else comes forward with any type of allegation moving forward along these lines that make it even more complicated if someone sees that there's some kind of a financial settlement that might be available to me someone along the same lines of the Nasser issues that there were more people coming forward. I'm not sure of that. The only thing I'm sure of, Bill, is that Tucker will not return as coach and that the potential is there for a settlement to eliminate a long, drawn-out process where this story doesn't go away. Not only that, what are you going to do about a future coach relative to salvaging the recruiting class, which signs December 20th? If this thing isn't resolved by then, what does it do to that class? What does it do to the current staff? All of that, to me, comes into play here, and there are more and more and more question marks, and there certainly are answers, in my opinion. All right, thank you, Tim Stout. Stout on sports with an update from Lansing.